We're back here one more time at TopsCon 2022. I get the opportunity to uh, continue to speak with uh, coaches and administrators uh, and board members. Um, and I promise you, although you, you're hearing me talk to these guys, I am going to get my, my learn on as well because there's a lot of lessons that I, I still can learn as an athletic director out here too. So we are in Waco. Uh, this is a special series. Uh, on Teague's Take, uh, where I get to talk to individuals, like I said. And it's been very, very helpful to me um, as well. And I know that it will be helpful to you as well, even in this aspect. So if there are people who are interested in coaching or why people do it, I am very fortunate to be sitting here with Jason Montier of Tyler Grace Community um, School. Uh, they are located out in Tyler. Um, some of you may have heard my stories in the past I almost worked out there sir not at Tyler Grace uh, but I actually interviewed at Tyler All Saints um, as well I was one of the finalists way back in the day um, had a pretty big interest out there also almost went to Bullard Brookhill um, to be their head football coach many many years ago I actually was offered that position um, just didn't take it um, Wow so yeah small world right yeah um, and I'm very close and keen with uh, Joseph Walker and you know Jeff Smith used to be out there and uh, what's the other title school TK Gorman TK Gorman right up the road um, so Jason won't you I know you you've done some you're, you're the current swim coach uh, assistant swim coach assistant swim coach but you've done some other things at the school I wear a lot of hats at Grace and actually for taps as well just trying to serve wherever I can mm-hmm um, I'm the assistant swim coach primarily because my daughter got into it. We have an exceptional head coach over there, Janet Taylor, who um, she's coached at D1. She coached at TCU. She was a multi-sport athlete when she was in college, and I'm just doing whatever I can to make it to where she can coach my daughter. And so she teaches me how to pretty much be the beginner and the junior high coach, and I'm over here working these kids while she's over there focusing on the uh, advanced elite group. So. I'm learning to be a swim coach. I, I wouldn't profess to be one if, if pressed for it. Um, just more of a, an assistant trying to allow our swim coach to do whatever they can to make our swim team better. So how did you start with that? Was it just with your daughter? or did, you know, what did, How did you come into that world? Did someone ask you? Or you it's just... it's a, a bit of a story because I never trained for it. I, in high school, I was a band guy. Junior high, I was a band guy. I didn't do sports. I got my, my athletic credit from marching band, which a lot of kids do. I know that field. Uh, went through college, all band all the way, drum major in university, and then ended up taking an orchestra job when I got out and didn't do band. And so for 20 years, I've actually taught orchestra. But in the last seven, um, there was a point in time five years ago that the Grace Band got pretty small and they asked me to take over the band and build it back up while I was doing the orchestra and so building them both back up got me back in the band world and my daughter was coming through and I'm, you know the band director thinks of course my daughter is going to be the all-stater when she comes through <laughs> on her instrument I had to remove her from orchestra because she did not get the cello and no matter how many times I was trying to help her at home and get her on private lesson I was like this just is not working we are fighting more than anything what she excelled at all the way through, her grandma had a pool in the backyard and before she could walk, she could swim. So um, I got her over into the swim world and Janet Taylor found out who was our science teacher 
was the club swim coach and I just got her into that club and over time I've just been involved with the club for so long that I worked my way through the board, became the president of the board and um, I loved running and doing marathons on the side until band and orchestra got so much and my daughter's swim career got to be so busy that I was like, I gotta let something go. I would actually was the cross country coach for seven years because I enjoyed running. All these things were too much and I had to let something go to be where my daughter was and focus on what she was doing a little bit. So I let cross country go and um, Coach Janet came up and said, well, I was approved for an assistant coach. And I was like, that's awesome. Who are you gonna get? And she goes, you. It's like, so the, so the year I walked away from cross country, I walked into swim as an assistant and um, it was primarily just because she needed help. We had so many kids come out from swim. Um, the club that I'm the president of made a really a good relationship with Grace where we built our own pool and Grace is one of our primary tenants. Mm -hmm. So it allowed Grace's swim team to really expand from about three kids up to 40 kids. Really? And so she really did need help. And um, at first I was thinking this will just be on the administrative side. I can take care of her paperwork. I'll take care of her communications and her buses and stuff like that. But over time, she started teaching me. And that's really cool when you're 40 years old to start learning something completely new um, behind somebody who's such an expert. And she's saying, watch their fingertips here, make sure they're not crossing their body there. I wanna see a pinky going here. The first year I'm doing that, I'm saying, I don't even see what you're talking about. All I see is the lights from the ceiling reflecting off the water. I don't see anything under the water. And she says, you will start looking for it and sure enough over time starting to see it okay i need another year's beginners i think i got that you take over that give me another set of beginners you know and so three sets of beginners later i'm starting to kind of feel like i can do a few things on my own to where she gets to spend way more time over on the side with her um, high school kids and her senior group and and i think that partnership is i wouldn't even say partnership just me being able to untie her hands with, with some of that, it, it's just really um, allowed her coaching to flourish and the kids to get more one-on-one -on -one time with her once they get more advanced and, and seeing that, that um, expertise that she can bring and how good they get when they're getting that kind of coaching makes just being the assistant swim coach over here, it makes it all worthwhile. I mean, I'm there anyway, even though I'm the band and the orchestra guy, I gotta get at the pool at 5.45 like everybody else because my daughter has to be there. So I might as well be helping out somewhere, so. Oh, that's, that is a pretty awesome story on just how you came around and we're talking with Jason Montier uh, from Tyler Grace and he's got a lot of hats on and so we, you know, we're seeing all the movement at the convention, they're changing sessions here coming up, so, because of what you've done in fine arts and on the athletic side, are you having to sit in multiple meetings here? I, I'm not yeah. having to, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm leading one later on that's a passion of mine. It's, uh, it's called Teaching Jesus. It's more about biblical integration. Mm -hmm. it's, we, we have our own calendar liturgies in band and orchestra. The things that we do because the year dictates, whether it's region or you're getting ready for Christmas, you roll into solo and ensemble, you roll into concert and, uh, concert and sight reading season. These are the things that we, we just go. You know what it's gonna be like, you don't have to think about it, but what we wanna do is to step back and say, but how does this tie into Christ? How does this tie into scripture? Can you make this more deliberately faith-based without it becoming cliche? You don't have to do hymns from the Bible to teach a Christian philosophy 
in the music that you're playing. A piece of music that wasn't even written for that can have themes in it. And so to be able to lead a class that says, look at everything you're doing and see how, even if it's not intended to, it's pointing back to Christ. And so that's one that I'm looking forward to leading um, tonight or this afternoon. Just being able to show kids this is reality, this is Christ, this is seeing the unseen, um, but you've got to hear through the distortions. And that's one of the things that I did this year in just my classes is there's distortions all around us. Can you see what the distortions are? Can you hear what the distortions are? Not just in music where out of tune is a distortion of in tune, but in life. Can you see through the lies that that boy is trying to sell you because he's got something he, he wants? Um, can you see through the lies of the video games? Can you see through the lies of social media? All of these distortions in life can still be addressed in band and orchestra if you're teaching them not just notes and rhythms, but discernment of reality. That's powerful stuff where you're trying to bring reality back into activity, um, I guess. And that that's, means a lot to me to hear, and I'm sure to some of our listeners, you know, that you can put real-world applications into, um, you know, something like playing an instrument um, and things. And I know people are like that um, in schools um, because, you know, things are kind of changed a little bit with they the very, way very much. schools are being taught. You know, we're both fortunate that we're at faith-based schools. You know, we're always working on the same thing, how we form our kids up the right way. And um, so why don't you, how long have you been at Grace Total? I've been at Grace for 12 years. I just completed my 12th year. Okay, and Grace uh, has been around for. We're getting a long close time. to our 50th, I think. 50th year or so, right? You consider it your 4A school? It's a TAPS 5A. 5A school, yeah. Um, you got great programs there. I know the academics are really good, the, the sports have always been good. Um, Did you say your daughter has gone to school there for? She's been there uh, since kindergarten. Um, yeah, she's been there quite some time now. And I've got two more, actually. I've got one going in as a sophomore. Her freshman year, she won state butterfly, actually. Yeah. That was really cool to see. But I'm also excited because my second kid's coming up into sixth grade, and she wants to run cross country, hates swimming. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do full circle on that one again? And my third one is incredibly gifted academically, and she's just now going into fifth grade. Everything is easy for her. She'll be one of those STEM kids that's all into engineering and science and technology. She helps her older sisters with math, and she's only going into fifth grade. So, 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 what do you? If you had three things that, as a dad, three things that you said your kid, or if I asked, what would your kids say they liked about Tyler Grace? What do you think those would? My oldest is going to say that she just loves having Coach Janet all the time. Coach Janet is an amazing swim coach. Uh, swim coach. Um, my second, Juliet, going into sixth grade, I'm still trying to figure out. It's that second kid that's kind of hid in the shadows. She loves going to school where her dad works. Um, and I think she's going to be my, my music kid. She has been asking to play the flute for years and years and years, and this year she gets to be in my beginner flute program. Um, very rarely is she ever away from me. She actually, she'll get jealous if my wife is sitting next to me. So I think she's going to really enjoy having her dad as a teacher for a long time. Um, the third kid is just so academically advanced. Grace is so challenging. It's got something for everybody. Um, 
and my oldest daughter has dyslexia and I know that academics are a struggle for her and Grace has accommodations and ways of helping that. So there's a place for her, but my youngest one can still get the academic challenge that she's going to need. Um, just figuring things out as my, my future academic kid that's going to be way smarter than I ever was. So they're so young. I don't know. Um, I really don't know what God's going to going to do with them. I can see some possible paths laid out in front of them, and I'm thankful for those paths. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. But Grace has all of those paths available. And as a dad, that's what I really like. Yeah. I've got the athletic kid, I've got the music kid, and I've got that academic kid. And I don't have to sacrifice one for the other. So we do have listeners that are from around the, the country. Uh, there are viewers that are out to the East and things of that nature. So, um, if someone is out there or moving out into the Tyler area and would be interested in knowing more about the school, can you tell us how they can look up the school online? Uh, what yes. is the website? It's uh, gracetyler.org. It's just grace like the grace of God and Tyler like the president. G R A C E T Y L E R dot org. Um, there's links on there where you can take a tour of the school, uh, just check out some of the programs that we have. It's, it's an all-around exceptional school, and we don't do all of these things and forget about Christ because I believe it's exceptional because we're under God's blessing. Um, he at any time can take, take the blessings away, and we just want to maintain our humility. Uh, we do things very, very well at Grace. Um, we're fallen. We, you know, I make mistakes uh, as we go along the way, but my kids kind of laugh at me. My, my personal kids and my classroom kids, they laugh at it. We move on. We do things well, uh, and we thank God as we're going along for the gifts that he's given us and pray that we get to live under the blessing for a while to come. But we know it's all in his timing, and he'll have a purpose for whenever those times are different. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate all your powerful words and you know, it's pretty exciting to hear you, you talk about the school. I said I have some familiarity with the area. Uh, I do need to get out back to that area because they're kind of known for some roses out there in that area, too. And I need to. Get a, <laughs> you can still buy a whole bush for $3 on the side of the road in I-20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's been great uh, being able to talk to you. But, you know, what I, I is very inspiring you know, because you're, you're talking about faith. But hearing you talk about going from the orchestra to the band to the natatorium uh, is pretty dynamic, brother. And I just want to say thank you for spending a little bit of time with me here. You know you're going to have a fun-filled and learning uh, opportunities here at TAPSCON 2022. And just thank you for sharing a little bit. Yeah, thanks for sharing the word of TAPS out there. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you.